1978. Yeah. Of the All the Books show recorded at the David A. Howe Public Library, where we talk book news, author news, and literary news. What are we talking about today? Leon, we're talking about that. We are. Sometimes we do author spotlights. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Right. You're, you're on your A game, definitely. <laughs> yes, this week we're doing our Leanne Moriarty Spotlight with special guest Kendra Mickles. Hey-o. We Before the show started, we were trying to figure out how many times Kendra has been on before, and the answers are uh, three times. This is her third time. And they begin with episode 78, Sparks Fly, Ooh. where we spotlighted Nicholas Sparks. That's where we first met. And I named it after that. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Wait, 78? I, I weirdly like Knights in Rodante, as, yeah. as you yeah. all recall. So 78? Yeah. So her first podcast, on, her first appearance on the show, yeah. was literally a hundred episodes ago. Wow. It's her hundredth anniversary. That's why Woo-hoo! we brought her back. <laughs> and then episode 152, when we did our favorite Broadway musicals, Kendra was back. And today, we could not possibly discuss Leanne Moriarty without our resident Leanne Moriarty expert, yeah. Kendra, who has read yeah. them all, I have. all the adult novels yeah. of Leanne Moriarty. If we were to do that, it would probably be because, like... Her and I are fighting. Yeah, something. I was like, I'll teach her. We're going to talk about Leanne Moriarty. Yeah, we weren't even planning on it. And then I'll come home and just like very passive aggressive like, oh, did you uh, you listen to the podcast today? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How dare you? (laughs) All right, so we're talking Leanne Moriarty in a little bit. Right now, we want to dive into our old bookmark segments. Mm -hmm. I'd actually say ladies first. Kendra, what have you been reading? Well, uh, (laughs) for Christmas. Sorry about that, everybody. (laughs) Christmas, okay. For Christmas, I got... um, Peter, it's a Peter Jackson biography. Oh, sure. Yep. We have that here. It's called um, Anything You Can Imagine, mm-hmm. and it's about the making of Lord of the Rings, which is my favorite everything. Hmm. So Ice um, cream flavor? Lord of the Rings? Yes. Okay. yes. Lord of the Rings. If there was an Orlando Bloom ice cream flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like spray tan. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's about the making of Lord of the Rings, and I'm only like 25 pages into it, but I... Love everything to do with Lord of the Rings. Okay, so it's not an auto. It's it. not like he didn't write it. It's no. just a, okay. It's about Peter Jackson. Yes. Okay. All right. What else? What <laughs> else? <laughs> I was gonna make a joke, but it was inappropriate. Okay. Huh. So might have hurt some feelings. Mm. And uh, hey, how'd you get this copy of the book? Oh, you gave it to me yeah. for Christmas. You knew I really wanted it. Mm-hmm. I am really bad at reading nonfiction, so mm. but I think with this subject matter, I think I can do you it. You can do it. It's a really long book, so we'll see how long it takes me, but. Um, and then I just started on audiobook um, Winter by Marissa Mayer, which I have picked up in physical form. Book four. Yes, book four. Of the Lunar Chronicles. Yes. I've picked it up and started it, I want to say, twice. And Ooh. it's also very long. So the library finally got the audiobook. And well, so... you don't have to say it like that. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. The library obtained the audiobook. Yes. And so now I am. At a reasonable time. Listening. You're welcome. <laughs> And so, uh, now I'm listening to it. But I've loved all of these books. So. What is the first one called? Cinder. 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 Okay. Eric and I did Cinder for, what was it, our first YA for Adult book club? No, Divergent Okay, was our first one. One of, one of the oh, very yeah. first. This one, yeah, this, it was part of, like, we did a three, mm-hmm. so it was that, Eleanor and Park, yeah. and mm-hmm. then uh, oh, Cinder. I loved Eleanor yeah. Park. Yeah. Okay. And well, Cinder. I, that was a good run. I, I always intended to read more, and I just never got back to it. Yeah. I still have to read well, the third book. Okay. Two thumbs up. Kendra for me. recommends The Lunar Chronicles by Marissa Meyer. Yes. Yes. That's pretty much it. Okay. Right? That's pretty good. That's two. I've got Giant Days in my bag, but I haven't read okay. it yet. So. Uh, do you want to talk about Bird Box? You're the only one of us who's watched it. Oh, sure. It. Yeah, Bird no Box. spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, no spoilers. I enjoyed it. I thought it was um, intense, and Sandra Bullock, I thought, was great, and there's a lot of like 
yelling at the screen and people <laughs> not to take their blindfolds nice. off. Nice, that's so, good. Um, and of course, the the memes are excellent. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of memes. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen enough memes to after, feel like I've seen after after we watched it. I think you talked about this, but after we watched it, I immediately looked up memes and just laughed for like an hour and a half. So that's true. She um, did. So I recommend it. I think if you if you like if you like I, memes, I, I don't know. It wasn't scary. Like it's not a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but what? it is. I, I don't know. Uh, it is based I on... I thought A Quiet Place was more of a horror movie. I see. This one has B.D. Wong. Interesting. Yes, yeah. that's true. All and uh, John Malkovich? Mm-hmm. Yep, you're right. This is uh, this is based on a 2014 novel, also called Bird Box, by Josh Mailerman, which we do have in our collection. Mm-hmm. So if you're curious about this and don't have Netflix like me, you could just mm-hmm. read the book. Yeah. Learn that way. Did you know it was a book? Does it feel, I did know it Does it feel book. like an adaptation? I mean, um... Can you, Mm, not, not necessarily. Okay. I, w- I wouldn't have necessarily thought okay. that had I not known. Interesting. So you recommend it? Yes. Okay. I'm going to write uh, the Sesame Street horror horror movie like this called Bird Box. <laughs> oh, oh not, I thought not, you were going to say Big, Big Bird, Bird Box. Box is the opposite. <laughs> well, that's funny, too. <laughs> Bird Box, everyone. You're right. Big okay. Bird Box would be better. It'd be great. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Right. Don't remove your blindfold. <laughs> That's the worst Big Bird I've ever heard in my life. That was Ernie. I <laughs> that was Ernie? <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was a terrible impression. The cover would have Snuffleupagus with his trunk about to lift up his own. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. That is good. And they see their worst fears. So yeah. Bert sees cookies. That just every, cookie crumbs everywhere yeah. in the house and no vacuum. Oh, Bert. Oh, Bert. no. Okay. Because you it. said cookie. It, no, yeah, no. I know. All, <laughs> all of your Sesame Street <laughs> jargon is very confusing. Well, it makes sense. Bert hates how much cookies Ernie eats in the house and they get everywhere. Okay. Is that a thing? Yeah, I, I don't think so. Okay. I, oh. He's tidy. He likes yeah. to be tidy. I, I yeah. understand that. I understand oh, okay. That. Ernie doesn't like cookies. All right. <laughs> There's a character known for. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> That's Cookie Monster. Okay. But why is Bert upset that Cookie Monster? Yes. Okay. Here's what I've been reading. <laughs> oh, right. okay. Moving so on. Bert's worst fear is that Ernie moves out and Oscar moves in. Huh. Mm. That would. That'd be a real odd that'd couple. That'd be worse. Right there. Yeah. Worse. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I finished Dark Saber by Kevin J. Anderson. This is two? well, kind of. It, it's loosely connected by by one of the main characters mm-hmm. is in a uh, it's in the Children of the Jedi by Barbara Hambly. So it's kind of considered a loose trilogy. Right. Having read it, I don't think it's hardly connected at all, and I okay. don't think it's good. So I oh. love the Jedi Academy trilogy. How does your book club of tomorrow? We haven't we haven't got together okay. yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think they're gonna like it? No, I think we'll be in agreement on it. What happens is you kind of start in an interesting way, and then there, there's so many little characters that the whole book feels like just side quests, mm-hmm. and none of them are like strong enough uh, to right. really carry the story. So yeah. I was disappointed because I've liked Kevin J. Anderson's... I read some of his non-Star Wars stuff mm-hmm. and Star Wars stuff, obviously. Um, so I was expecting to like it, and I didn't. So okay, so the All the Book Show's official review of Star Wars Dark Saber is more like Fart Saber. I'm in a mood. You go on without me. One way to say it, and uh, I don't remember the other thing that I read. Oh, Future Quest Volume Two. This is uh, so. This is Hanna Barbera and DC Comics teamed up to make all these like serious uh, Hanna Barbera adaptations. You got the Scooby Doo Apocalypse. Yes, uh, the Flintstones. This is Volume Two of Future Quest, which includes Johnny Quest, Uh Space Ghost, uh, the Herculoids. Yeah, I saw this. Mitor. 
Uh, Birdman. Yeah. Uh, even more. Uh, uh, Frankenstein Jr. It, crazy. Who, who's and the it's one all the cars? very serious. It's all... The, the, I think the, that's the Herculoids. No, this Cars? I don't oh, know. Oh, is it? It's but all yes. very serious. It's I a very a, serious take on these goofy characters, and I liked it. I thought it worked. I, I saw a Gleep and Gloop on the cover. I'm like, the yeah. Herculoids are yeah. in this? Yeah. You should so, check it out. Yeah? My sister-in-law got me the whole run in single issues, so mm-hmm. that's actually how I read the second volume. Okay. So I, I can let it to you if you're interested. And so both volumes good? The first volume was almost like it was super serious and it didn't quite land. Mm-hmm. The second volume, the stakes made a little more sense. The first mm-hmm. volume is everybody's like coming together. Right. And it's just like these are too many characters to be having a little like intro. Right. It had a dark saber problem is what I'm saying. <laughs> hmm. uh, I would just read a straight up Hercules comic. Oh, I know Herculoids. you would. I know you would. Yeah. But, uh, so I like I'm, how Johnny Quest is still like 10 though. Still a this. child. So yeah, this Johnny is just Hunter. like as Hanna-Barbera ended. I wonder yeah. why they didn't do this because yeah. Hanna-Barbera wasn't like opposed to crossover stuff. They did the... Uh, Yogi Bear, oh, yeah. flying yeah. ship protecting yeah. the environment. Goose. Yogi yeah. Bear, Spruce Goose. Yeah, you're right. I'm Before your time. Currently yeah. and slowly reading through David McCullough's Teddy Roosevelt biography, Mornings on Horseback. I'm tired of you talking about. I this. know. I'm enjoying it. It's kind of back burner. I go back to it in between things. Mm-hmm. I've got the audiobooks. I've listened to a little audiobook. So I'm not going to mention it again until significant. The grizzly bear population has had time to recover. Yes, as since you started this book. Then I started The Way to the Stars by Una McCormick. This is the latest of the Star Trek Discovery books. Um, it the just, Way to the Stars or The Wait? The Way to the Stars. Okay. This just came out um, last week, I think. So ah. it's, uh, it's in our new book section. Uh, <laughs> unless something changes dramatically, uh-huh. this is a YA novel, and I don't know. I guess they put it in adult because it doesn't make sense to put a Star Trek Discovery book in YA, but it is most definitely a YA novel. Can I tell you who's not watching Star Trek Discovery? Teens? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Mom, get me the CBS All Access out! Or I'll scream! I finished a couple of games. I finished Uncharted 3 on Mm -hmm. my PS4. Hey, you're cruising through that series now. I know. I've only got Uncharted 4 and the side quest one to go through, and I'm sad about it. I'm nearing the end. The other one's like a full game. Yeah, then you get a movie. You're right. Maybe. Someday. (laughs) We've been talking about that for a decade, but... Maybe. Uh, So I finished that, and then I finished Overcooked Uh on your suggestion, and it was a lot of fun. That was so cute. It is. We should play it next time you're over. Yes, we should. should. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) Finished those, and then I started Injustice 2, also a gift from you. Yeah. So your gifts are getting a lot of play in this episode here. Everybody listening is like, man, I wish Eric was my friend. This is partly partly because (laughs) of Christmas. (laughs) Partly because of Christmas and partly just because Uh of things that are coming out. My, like, to-read next list is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. So I got to cook. I got to get moving. You're overcooked. No, you're undercooked right now. Okay. All right. I'm just trying to right. wrap things yeah. all in the yeah. bow. Yep. All right, that's it for me. What about you? Oh, uh, I wasn't ready. Uh, who finished what? what oh. I So I just finished uh, Legion Skin Deep. This is book two. Sanderson. Yeah, this okay. is Brandon Sanderson's Legion Skin Deep. This is the second book of the three novellas mm. that he wrote. So, But I'm reading it in the collection of The Many Lives of Stephen Leeds. Right. So uh, the third one is called, like something of a beholder but it's not okay, eyes and this, crimes this, this is the one where so he has multiple personalities but they each kind of Steve, so Stephen Leeds is is like a genius he's able to learn things but, every, but to compartmentalize it he has these like aspects that show up so okay. if he researches cryptology it actually creates another personality in his brain that he interacts with who is a master of that so every time he becomes a master of something it's a new person okay um, but that person is completely individual uh, and uh, can't really be controlled by them, uh, by him. So, yeah. Hmm. So that's it. But he he doesn't like 
have he himself doesn't have access to that. He has to get it from them. Okay. So if he's like, what's this mean? He has to ask that oh, aspect. So This is only vaguely related, but I also watched Split, the M. Night Shyamalan movie, uh-huh. over and? the weekend. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. My wife and I both really loved uh-huh. it. And looking forward to Glass. Glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so you read book two of that. Yeah, so I'm going to finish book three. But I figured uh, each one is worth just mentioning. The second one is fu- good. I think I like the first one better. Okay. Uh, and I don't necessarily think this type of story plays to Sanderson's strengths, mm. which is usually just creating a ridiculous magic system right. in a very built-up fantasy world. Okay. Um, oh, I actually had a cover for that. There you go. That's the skin deep one. Uh, what else did I finish? IDK? Well, the problem is I just finished the third season of Gotham. So that, oh. that was a time commitment. Wow. It is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's a sickness. <laughs> I was just on the couch for six episodes yesterday. Just like, next episode. Only six? Next wow. episode, please. To live wow. your life. Uh, <laughs> to be me. Um, not as... There are part... The second... This show has very bad moments where you're just like, wow, Amen. Amen, this sister. is not good. Uh, Lee Tompkins is a garbage character in this third mm. season. She is just worthless. And it's it's just one of those things where you're like, I cannot even like redeem this with like a with coming up with like, well maybe it's it's just bad sometimes. Mm. But sometimes it just fires in all cylinders and okay. it's a lot of fun. Uh, the third season is wasn't as like exciting as the second one, okay. but it has some good stuff. What's it? Michael Chiklis is in the third season. Oh. I guess he's in the second season too, but in the third season he goes a little crazy. Okay. So. I've come back around on Barbara. Gotham, everyone. Bar- yeah, Barbara King. I stopped watching it because of Barbara, yeah. but, I, but I like it now. She's she's nuts now. Now wow. she's just yeah. like a She's mob. just like cuckoo. Yeah. Wow. So. Uh, yeah, this is not what I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you, so. uh, Riddler I and. Uh, I'm not liking it. Yeah. I like that I can just like, if I'm in the room. Yeah. yeah. You'll watch it I can watch it, but okay. I don't have And then I can be it. like, oh, hey, that secret organization was run by another secret organization. Yeah. <laughs> just like, you know, the Court of Owls. Well, Raza Ghoul's in charge of that. Well, now this, so it's just, wow. but yeah, it's it's not, people just, and the other thing about this show is, people just come back from the dead. Hmm. And I don't mean like, there's an explosion, there was no body, and that person is alive now. Like, people get shot in the head, are declared dead, buried, mm-hmm. and then still somebody brings them back to life. Wow. So this show is unashamed. Wow. Um, even one of the characters, we found out his real name is Cyrus Gold, hmm. a.k.a. Solomon Grundy. Oh. So... Wow, yeah. born on a Monday. Yeah. Uh, we were saying if uh, I was killed and turned into Solomon Grundy, mine would be born on a Monday, Taco Tuesday. That's hmm. no, it's an in-joke. We have a Taco a Tuesday. Joke. Yeah, yes. we, we yes. eat tacos it's and actually, shows. It's anyway. generous to call it a joke. But. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I, I started your Superman book, the Bendis book. I can't remember oh. the name of it, though. Superman what? It's no, it's, it's, no it's, yeah, it's called yeah. Man of Steel. Uh, I've read the first issue. It, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. But you say it gets bad. I didn't like it. Okay. Uh, I haven't read too much else. I gotta get... Okay. I have a bunch of stuff. Mary Poppins. Oh, yeah. Uh, we saw Mary Poppins. I discussed it last week. Yeah. And Nick and I talked about it in the car, because I didn't really want to talk about it. But you can... Did you like it? It was fine. Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. It was a... Enjo- enjoyable enough. Kind of yeah. a paid-by-numbers Mary yeah. Poppins story. The person who enjoyed it the most out of the ones we know yeah. is your... Four-year-old, four-year-old son, four and a half. He loved it. So well, I find that interesting because like the whole premise is like 
they took out a loan and oh, they're going to lose their yeah. house because they didn't pay it back. <coughs> I know. So, and I was, the whole time I was like, is this a concept that children like are going to understand? Yeah. 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 Shares so, in the bank. Yeah, shares. And they're looking right. for shares yeah. in the bank. The second song is just the husband singing how sad he is that his wife is dead. <laughs> yeah. How dark his life has been. Yeah. It's really hard to get up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so. I did like the... Not it wasn't step in time, but I liked that part. Oh, trip the light, Fantastic. trip the light, yeah. 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 I like that part. So also, I will say, I know this is a as a Disney movie and like a Mary Poppins movie, but they're climbing Big Ben at one point. And I'm yeah. like, I'm out. I couldn't watch the heights. Yeah. Wow. But and then I said that to her. She's like, it's a Disney movie. I'm like, oh yeah, no one ever dies from heights in a Disney movie. But at that point, because they the do, movie, do they? they always die. Okay. Scar. You thought, thought he was just gonna fall and yeah. splat, splat in front of the yeah. children. Yeah. <laughs> I think most Disney villains die from heights. That's true. That's a fair. They usually fall. Snow White's witch does. Yeah, but he wasn't a villain. She started it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> most love interests don't. Know, so. All right. Yeah, that's that's what I got then. Yeah. All right. You want to get to book news? Yeah, let's do it. Let's take it right into the New York Times bestseller list. Yeah. I want to know. So. I want to know what's trending. Okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, let's see what's dropped. Oh, so Elevation was back there, and we think that was because of Christmas. Yeah, and now it's dropped down to 14. Okay. So, uh, who's Tammy Hoag? Yeah, she's she's popular. Uh, the boy, Tammy Hoag, has uh, debuted. Is that how you say that? I've always wondered I how think you so. say that. Ho- Hoag. Hoag, something like that. Well, her new book, The Boy, has debuted at number 11, so she's not quite there. We don't have a lot of new stuff on oh, okay. the top ten, so All I right. wanted to talk All about right. people who didn't cut it. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so this More is more like the... Tammy Noad. <laughs> nice. Hey-o. This is the top ten uh... See Big Bird Box would be funny. <laughs> right. Bert Box is confusing. Okay. okay. Alright, anyway. Um <laughs> We both thought you were gonna say yeah. Big Bird Box. It was box like a perfect setup. They're like he's teeing it up. Ernie <laughs> Box. I guess the, <laughs> I guess Burt Box seems funnier to me because it's not the obvious choice, but yeah, it still true. rhymes. It's true. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. Anyway, you're right. Big Bird Box would have made yeah. sense. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, all right. I don't even remember what I'm reading now. You've got me all New lost. New York Times bestseller. New York Times bestsellers list. Hardcover <laughs> fiction. Number 10 okay. is Dark Sacred Night by Michael Connolly. Detective Renee oh. Ballard teams up with the retired detective Harry Bosch, who's oh working on a cold case. Oh, Harry is a... Uh... Can't keep a good Bosch down. No, you can't. You shouldn't. Have uh-uh. we read a Bosch? Yeah. The... Which one was it? Um... Bosch you later. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember which one it was. Why was that funny? We did, though. <laughs> I guess the thing is I just... Bosch. <laughs> Bosch box. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> Harry Bosch has left a uh, letter. <laughs> the last Coyote Kendra is what we read. Okay. I don't even. I don't even remember. It was that. good. It was yeah. very good. Well, Harry Bosch is at number ten. Okay. On the hardcover. Wow, actually, uh, that's kind of. I'm surprised. It's been here for nine weeks. Oh, okay, I'm not surprised. And it's not a Harry Bosch like strictly speaking, it's not a Harry Bosch title. Right. So. And Harry sense. Bosch is a fun thing to say. So like yeah, when you Harry tell your Bosch. parents that you, when you tell your family you Bosch got a book, you're like, hey, dad, yeah. just calling you to tell you I got Harry Regular Bosch. Bosch box. Uh, the 48th book in the Stone Barrington Bosch series Bosch. is at number nine. That's uh-huh. A Delicate Touch by Stuart Woods. When looking up the cover for A Delicate Touch, I found a lot of underwear ads. Uh-huh, that makes sense. So they're often... <laughs> and probably less risque than the, uh, <laughs> the book Stuart itself. Woods yeah. jacket. I'm like, so. why am I seeing a lot of Fruit of the Loom? Yeah. Delicate touch. Uh, that's what that's what it was. Stupid. I just want you to know. No, I do know. I want yeah. Uh, 
All right, number eight. I'm opening up the wrong thing here. Number eight, James Patterson target Alex Cross. Mm. Alex Cross is the target. Yeah. Target Alex Cross. Alex Cross returns with the 26th book. Alex Cross. So I like how with like Crossbox, Stone Barrington, <laughs> and Alex Cross, like the New York Times bestsellers list, they just tell you what number book yeah. this is now. Yeah, they're There's like, no look. description. Why is you Alex know. Cross the target? What you know? Does, yeah. <laughs> if you've been reading this for 47 like, books, you're gonna read it or you're not. Just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, this is the first time we have Kendra here to talk about number seven, Liam Moriarty's Nine Perfect Strangers. Uh, but we'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, I don't want to hear about. I don't want to hear about it now. Well, I'm reading that uh, that little blurb there, and I feel that is not a, a romance writer becomes fascinated by the owner and director of a health resort. That's not really what Kendra, it's about. Kendra disagrees, everyone. Do you remember the Batman animated series episode where Alfred and his lady friend go to a spa to be rejuvenated, and it turns out Poison Ivy is turning people into trees? What? Nope. Oh, I do that remember. Is just I yeah. do remember. I do remember. Yeah, they didn't really know exactly what to do with Poison Ivy, I, I guess think. not. Every not. now and then she's like, she's turning butlers into trees. I've always really liked Poison Ivy. She'd probably be weren't like sure. my favorite. They weren't Batman sure what to villain. do. Mm. They in Gotham, she was like a seven-year-old girl sure. who was friends with uh, Ka- uh, yeah, Selena so Kyle. Mm-hmm. But then they, s- somebody who had the power to age people to death, got a hold of her, and now she's aged to her like her twenties. Oh. And I guess in season four, she mutates herself, so there's another actress playing. Weird. So I guess they're like, eh. It's a lot of talk about Gotham. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Cersei. It's his life right now. Yeah, Cersei. Cersei's at number six. Go away. It's been here for six weeks. It's at number oh. six. Is this a different one? No, this is Madeline Miller. Okay. I have a uh, a credit on Audible. I might. You're gonna do it. I might. Okay. Well, I want to read it, but. Zeus banishes Helios's daughter to an island where she must choose between living with gods or mortals. Who is this person? <laughs> Why is this book on the list? <laughs> I've never heard of this. Author of the Song of Achilles. So she's got a yeah she's got a she's got a market on Greek tragedy okay but yeah I wonder if like we're reading this but like the island is just like modern day Hawaii right you know what I mean yeah so I'll let you know. Cersei has to be like oh do I do I join the gods or do I live in New York City mm-hmm. as kind of an uptown girl mm-hmm. so <laughs> Kendra I do the impromptu okay, songs on this podcast yeah, yeah but I got that one so <laughs> <laughs> number five every breath by Nicholas Sparks. <gasps> Kendra. Episode 78, Sparks uh, Fly. episodes ago. But, I haven't read this. Yeah, why? Why, why, why? We, we said <laughs> weeks ago one, we were going to ask you why you didn't. The last one really just, like, took the wind out like of my Like it was sails. too sad or too bad? It was too bad. Too See bad. Me. See it me was the last good. one. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It was so long. Huh. Wait, no. No, not Two by two. Yeah, two by two. Two by two, I liked yes. See Me. Oh, yeah. See Me was good. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I'll read it eventually. Okay. I'm sure. All right. Huh? Your okay. prerogative. Huh? <laughs> I just have many other books on the table. Look, you don't Book. have to defend yourself. <laughs> Number four is Fire and Blood by George R. R. Martin, the mm. first volume of a two-part history of the Targaryens in Westeros. The one everyone was yeah. wanting. People are like, please. <laughs> yeah. We need a two-part Targaryen yeah. history. Yeah. Hey, good job. Thank you. Yeah, that's a foreign word to you. Yeah. You just pronounce yeah, it right off. It uh, I have an ear for language, so. <laughs> <laughs> number three, The Reckoning by John Grisham. A decorated World yeah. War II veteran shoots and kills a pastor. When is this set, then? I don't know. Wait. Post-World War II. Is that a <laughs> different... Wasn't there another one about someone shooting someone in a church? Or is that the same one? You're Joe, thinking Joe of the Mississippi. Mississippi. 
What? Yeah, the Mississippi one. Oh, okay. No, no. It was about someone shooting. And Jodie Picoult, yes, is made. Oh, you know what that one was about? No. It was about a world a soldier getting shot. Yes. It was like the opposite. You're right, you're right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Preston and Child are at number two. Uh, Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child. Thank you. And Verses for the Dead. Oh, this is Verses as in song verses. Yeah. Not Batman versus Preston Batman. and Child versus the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Agents Pendergast and Cold Moon track a killer who removes hearts and leaves handwritten letters. Oh, well, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That sounds like something I'd like. People, a lot of people don't take <laughs> the time to <laughs> handwrite something. Yeah. A handwritten note. Yeah. It's a so, lost art. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> The Crawdads sing. Ugh. But do you right, want to know I where s- they sing? <laughs> yeah, where? Uh, well, you have to read Where the Crawdads uh, Sing by Delilah Owens. Is this number one? It's at number I'm, one. I'm getting Boy. sick of hearing it. Me this too. Wow. This is the new night. A woman who survived alone in the marsh becomes a murder suspect. <laughs> in the marsh. In the marsh. Yeah. Uh, this was all over the place, and now it's back at number one. Yeah. This is the Reese Witherspoon Book club. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon book club. What is she doing right now? What's the last thing? Oh, she's in Big Little Lies. Yeah, Big Little Lies. Is last Very thing. topical. Why? Oh, right, because of our topic. We had more already. Sorry. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, I'm, te- I'm there. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's at number one. Let's do it. All right, play that creepy music. Offer spotlight. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is vaguely creepy, right? Is there a little bit of a creepiness to that music? Yes. Thank you. Having just listened to it not two seconds ago. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's menacing, uh-huh. but I want to learn more about the author, so it's pretty good. Right. Anyway, as we as we front-loaded this podcast with a lot of babbling about Bert from Sesame Street, uh, we're, of course, going to be talking about Leanne Moriarty. Yeah. So uh, we've, we've got some user responses that we're, we're going to add here. Of course, Kendra's the expert. I thought we'd go in by just talking a little bit about our first... Uh, experience reading or watching a Leanne Moriarty thing. So, for me, uh, it's not a good story. It was it was <laughs> it was it was uh, Women's History Month. I think maybe last year, or the year before, and I was trying to read a bunch of uh, women authors that I'd never read before. And uh, Big Little Lies was like huge at the time, and it was everywhere. And I was like, I'm just gonna read this one. So I picked up Big Little Lies. You sure did. I read it super fast and loved preach. It. I gave it to my wife, who loved it, who gave it to her sister, who gave it to her other sister. This is Big Little Lies. That one paperback copy that I bought has really circulated. It was a traveling pants situation for (laughs) me. It was, exactly, it was. So I I love that one. Mm -hmm. I put it on the Contemporary Classics Book Club. Go on. Take it, Kendra. That's where I came in. Yeah. Because I, that that was the first one that I read, was Big Little Lies for the book club. Yeah. Um, And I'd actually heard, you were listening to the audiobook in your car, Mm, and I was like, what is this? Yeah. Um, and so I decided to listen to it. I'm really glad I listened to it, too. Yeah, Because the was a good narrator audio, but... is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. then from then on, it was just... Yep, and then I just devoured everything. everything nice. So. What about you? What part? When I first heard of her? Yeah. Or I first ever heard of her with Big Little Lies, yeah. I guess, because of the show? Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. And then I read a children's book. You read a children's, children's book. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Her first book was published in, do you know, Kendra? Do you know the answer? Uh, 2003. Uh, 2003, everyone. That wasn't that long ago. No, For all the books she's written. No, 16 years, basically. Sorry. Yep. 
Uh, so she's Australian, and they're all set in Australia, yes. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Australian author. Okay. And have you seen the whole series of Big Little Lies? Did you yes. watch the whole first and thumbs mm-hmm. up? Yes, for the most part, I liked it. Okay. Um, they did some stuff to Madeline's character that I that you weren't a fan I hated. Of. Okay. But, um, and we do have that. this in our collection, right? We have the whole series mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. They, they renewed it, which I don't really know how you renew a yeah, I don't know series set on. But we have it all. Yeah. All right. Or maybe that's a big little yeah, lie I'm telling. I don't know what they're doing next because I mean they go yeah. up. Yeah, to Yeah, they the do the whole book. book so. Right. Totally new. Okay, well, let's first talk about Three Wishes. So I know next to nothing about this book, and we actually don't have it in the collection. So, Kendra, you're the expert. This was Ooh, a, a weird one. It's about three sisters. Okay. And I, don't, I don't know why it's called Three Wishes. Okay. Um, Does each sister I, have a wish? No. Is one of the sisters a genie? No. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, but it's basically following them, <sighs> and then throughout, kind of like in Big Little Lies, you, he, you have different people who have interacted with them like talking about their interaction with them um but i liked it Mm -hmm. um and one of the the girls names is Gemma, and i loved that i thought that was such a fun name um so is it is it like suspenseful like like the others or is it a different does it feel a lot different from some of the later more popular ones are you trying to it does feel a little different um robin williams does that it's a it's kind of, I don't know, there's not like a big event uh-huh. like in some of the other ones. Okay. Um, but it was still good. <laughs> like the stuff that happens, like Gemma is the really like flighty one that no one really thinks can do anything in life. And then there's like the the really sad sister and then there's the one oh. who seems like she's got it all together but she really doesn't that's the genie um, mm. so <laughs> so um, it was I mean I what I love about Leanne Moriarty is the way she is so good at just like pulling in all these details about the characters that like you wouldn't think mm-hmm. to like put in there but she does and so it really like it draws you in and makes you okay you have more. seen so I liked this one you've seen the play Crimes of the Heart is this Crimes of the Heart uh, which one was Crimes the of the Heart? The Beth Henley play, Crimes of the Heart? About about three sisters who each have their own thing going um, on. Um, no. Cool, it's a prize winning play. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. No. Uh, one of our Sorry. one of our listeners, Danielle, says that Three Wishes and Hypnotist Love Tori are, are sort of tied for her two favorites. Mm. Mm, interesting. Uh, Danielle says she's hilarious and so relatable with family and relational dynamics and messes. Yeah. She also recommends Jodie Pickle. All right. Yeah, I haven't read any Jody. So three, three right. wishes. Do you think we should get it for the collection? Do you think people? Yeah, right. yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, all of, I think all of them are great. Okay. I enjoyed all of them. So in two thousand six, so three years later, we have the last anniversary. I really liked this one. Really. So this one, it's such a weird concept, but it's about this um, girl was dating this guy, and then they. Um, broke up oh, no. but his family lives on this island and there's this famous mystery with the island that um there was a oh, i can't remember there's a baby and the parents just like disappeared without a trace and then the two aunts had to like raise the baby mm. and so they've turned the house like into a museum and people come and do like a tour and the family runs it but anyway, so the one that is a weird premise. Yeah, it's very it's weird, but it's really fun. So hmm. the the one person in his family has left the girlfriend he just broke up with her house. 
Okay. So she moves in on the island, but they're, like, not together. Okay. But there's also, like, stuff going on with people in the family, and there's, like, a mystery because they keep talking about, like, what really happened hmm. with mm-hmm. the family that was on, you know, that disappeared. Yeah. So I really liked it. It, it was so. Strange, I mean, what if you had to like categorize it? What what type of book is it? Or does it defy category? I mean, is it like suspense or is it? Is there it are a mystery? some very suspenseful parts, hmm. but I don't know that I would call it suspense. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I mean, there is a mystery to it because you're trying to figure out like what happened. Okay. But uh, there's a, that's that's another thing I love about her is that she. She has, like, the perfect amount of mystery and thriller and sometimes, like, murder and terrible stuff, but also just, like, lighthearted, witty, like, stuff that's yeah. also... And, like, romance that's going on. Mm-hmm. And she, like, sticks it together. Okay. We had we had a listener comment on Facebook from Hillary. She says, Her books are interesting in that they have the feel of thrillers but seem to get most of their intensity from examining the characters' motivations rather than strictly from plot and yeah. pacing. So mm-hmm. that's kind of... I, yeah, I really agree with that. So you would just call the last anniversary anything, but not late for dinner. <laughs> so that the whole right. time you were sitting here quiet, and that was the best one you came up with. But Okay. Uh, the next one that came out, uh, 2010, is What Alice Forgot. That is the first book that we did in our Endless Winter Book Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met for that last week, and the group was pretty much all thumbs up about yeah. this one. Yeah. Uh, we so just, yeah, this was a big one, too. Yeah, a big book yeah club, we had a big so. turnout. Yeah, a lot of Lovely and Moriarty fans. Is definitely. she like, yeah, I guess I'm kind of surprised that she is as big as she is that we got that many people to come to our book club. I think she's really blown up, exploded. I guess. Yeah. 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 Especially since the show, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, what else forgot is basically, I mean, you start, you start with an event where a woman falls off her bike in spin class mm-hmm. and doesn't remember that 10 years have gone by. Like, she still thinks she's 28. She has no concept of, of time passing. She doesn't feel any sort of, like... She doesn't feel sick. She just feels like her 28-year-old Wait, self. but she she must remember. <laughs> yeah. Surely you remember. There is a lot of that in the book. <laughs> Eric's referencing how in the book, pretty much every character she comes up to, and she's like, I have amnesia, and they're like, right, 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 but you probably remember this <laughs> spaghetti that I made for you yesterday. She's like, no, nothing. Uh, I, I like the book. I, I enjoyed it. I, I didn't. I wouldn't give. I wouldn't rate it as high as Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like it overall. How did you think it compared to the other books? Um, this is up there <laughs> okay. for me. This is probably like my third favorite. If I had to wow. rank them, okay. Um, and you have to. You can't leave here before you do. <laughs> yeah, we need a definitive rank. Um, absolutely. This one made me. Uh, I just felt so bad for. Alice because of like what's going on with her husband mm. and like all that stuff so this one really like made me emotional reading it um, more than like the other ones did okay um, and I I really liked the the story and there's like again she always does like there's like four different people you're right, following right. Mm-hmm. Um, so well I, I, I like that. I mean what, what works well about this premise is that it's kind of you know, the concept of somebody, like, looking back on their life and not being satisfied with their decisions or not being satisfied with the way things have gone, I mean, that's done a lot. But yeah. this has this added thing of her, like, one of the characters refers to her as, like, a time traveler because mm-hmm. that's basically what it is. I mean, yeah. she's just catapulted ten years into her future to look around and be like, oh, crap. Yeah. You know, like, this is not where <laughs> this is supposed good. to go. So I think it, it <laughs> brings up a lot of interesting 
like we're not going to give away the end of the book, but right. when you when you're thinking about the resolution and where things go, the direction that that the characters ultimately end up in, would they have gotten there without mm-hmm. this Alice having her like yeah. ten year younger self suddenly like in all of their lives? And it's an interesting question because it's sort of almost like it's almost like Alice in the book is two characters. You know, you mm-hmm. have like twenty eight year old Alice and you have thirty eight year old Alice, and they're just they got different motivations. They've got different things yeah, going on. Yeah, they're, like, yet, completely different. And yeah. she can't even, like, yeah. understand. She can't relate Like, to people keep telling her, like, yeah, you do this and this. And she's yeah. like, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't do any of those yeah. things. Yeah. Um, someone in the book club uh, said it made them think of Samantha Who. Have you seen that show? Yeah, yes. No. Yeah, Christina Applegate. Yeah. It's really fun. I remember That's that show, show, but I never watched it. Yeah. I liked Shelby Woo. Uh, the, mystery files the mystery Shelby files of Shelby Woo. Sure, sure, sure. It seems different, though. It's a little different. Probably yeah. not applicable. It is a little different. Yeah, no. All right, well, here is where... Uh, no, no, sorry. We, we've got... Oh, I skipped it. Uh-huh. After the last anniversary, actually right before what Alice Forgot mm-hmm. uh, came out, we had the, the YA series. Or, or actually, it's not even YA. It's right? not a YA series, no. We're talking about Nic- Nicola Berry? Yes, yeah, so it's the Space Nicola. Brigade series. Nicola Berry. Nicola Berry, Earthling oh, Ambassador. There are three books in the series. The Petrifying Problem yeah. with Princess, Princess Petronella, uh-huh. The Shocking Trouble on the Planet of Shabble, mm-hmm. The Wicked War of the Planet of Whimsy. Mm-hmm. These are kind of lesser known, I think. I don't mm-hmm. think people even realize that she has like a, a, a juvenile series probably not all right uh, so, so tell us i about read it. the first one the petrifying problem mm-hmm. the princess is in charge because her parents are off on a vacation and she's going to turn earth into a trash can uh, a new trash heap so uh nicola is uh, recruited to go change her mind and uh maybe she does maybe she doesn't so she it, does. it is definitely sci-fi <laughs> Yes, okay. it's sci-fi to the point where like the aliens are like, let's go cloud swimming, and they jump and swim in a cloud. Okay, it's sci-fi in that he's like, That's fun. we're we're billions of years more advanced for, than you, so all our food is a billion years more delicious. All mm, our jokes sense. are a billion years more funny, yep. kind of thing. It's it's that nonsensical kind of thing that like I probably would have loved this as a kid. Okay. I I mentioned that like. At, between the ages of like eight and ten, I probably would have clicked with this. Okay. Uh, now it's it's one of those kids books that I can't enjoy mm. as an adult. It's just too much. Well, so, yeah, sometimes it does work. You yeah. go back and you still enjoy it, even though it's. I felt like Leanne Moriarty was going for kind of a roll doll okay. kind of vibe okay. with the way things are just kind of uh, I don't know. Things are silly and there's no explanation of why you can just dive out and swim in the clouds. Mm-hmm. You just can't, and so. Uh, in the way, like, uh, certain characters react and stuff. It felt Roald Dahl-inspired, okay. I guess. So, I don't know. If you have a kid and you're reading to them, like, James and the Giant Peach, and you want something a little bit more modern, then this one's a... I would probably say okay. they might like these. Okay. So, uh, but yeah. I, I don't know what else. <laughs> they're not, I mean, they're dramatic. So, in so, that. so they don't really have cross-appeal for just adults who are fans of Leanne Moriarty wanting to read everything. Right, yeah. Okay. It, especially because it's not young adult. Yeah. Um, it's it's very young. I would definitely say like 8 to 10. Okay, so we put so. this in like the junior section. Right? Yeah, I would even say like you could read this to your 6-year-old. Mm, okay. So. Uh, but again, it's also, it's like 200 and something pages, so it's yeah, not it like... it seemed long. It, it, wow, that is long. Yeah, it it felt long. So maybe it's one of those books you give a kid and they feel, like, accomplished after mm-hmm. reading it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stupid kid. <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, because sometimes you give a kid... I did it. Because <laughs> a lot of kids' books can be shorter. When you give them longer, they're like, I read 250 pages. Sweet. 
And yeah, that. Then you tell them how many pages you read and make fun of them. But uh, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, I, I do, this so is it's, a, it's the official position of all the books that you don't make fun of children. Right. I just want to clarify that. Okay. So, again, this, this book is one I recommend, but not to adult fans. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if, you're, if you want a gateway drug for your kids to get into Liam Moriarty, I think maybe they, just, read, they read this, and then they read Big Little yeah, Lies. I think saying, <laughs> I think saying kids and drugs also oh, yeah. is probably right. not a good... A gateway book, I'm sorry. All right. So these came out in between... The Last Anniversary and What Alice Forgot. Okay. So the three of these yeah. all came out. Uh, and you give them, you recommend them for a child. Yes. Okay. It all is right. interesting to read it and be like, she's nailed this. She's nailed this tone. Mm-hmm. And nobody's hiding a deeply demented affair okay. from their spouse and all right. everything. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, that takes us next into the hypnotist love story. Aww. This is another one. Oh, wait. That, no, that'd be creepy. This got another vote uh, <laughs> from one of our listeners as a favorite. So, Kendra, take it away. Hypnotist love story. Um, this one is it's pretty good. It's about a hypnotist. Okay. And her... Makes sense. <laughs> um, her, love story? Yes. Okay. She... Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember when she gets with... When I clap my hands, you'll remember... <laughs> With the, uh, so she's dating this guy. <gasps> it worked. <laughs> she's dating this guy, but he has a crazy ex who's like stalker mm. in love with him. Oh. Um, and I would hypnotize so, him to not stalk. Yeah, that'd be a good <laughs> yeah. idea. So she's dealing with that, but she's also dealing with um, some other stuff too. But and then uh, you see like, you know, her with her clients who come mm-hmm. in to be hypnotized, and she has like all these different people okay. who come in for different reasons so hmm. yeah it's that doesn't that's not as intriguing to me as the other things that we've talked <laughs> yeah. about again there's some because of the stalker girlfriend there's some like okay. intense no. moments um yeah not my not my absolute favorite but it was it was a good read I okay it. <gasps> <laughs> okay uh next do we in... find hypnotism creepy on the all the book show is that the stance that let's discuss it <laughs> Yes, yes, we do find it creepy. All right, uh, 2013 saw the release of The Husband's Secret. And if you haven't read The Husband's Secret, or you have, you can join me and Kendra for the book club on February 14th, Valentine's hey. Day, Hey-o. where we will be discussing The hu- Husband's Secret. I've said three times. All right, now, I ha- I'm waiting for this book on Overdrive. Oh. Mm-hmm. I have it. We own a copy of it. I think my wife has read this one. Um, so I, I'm anxious to start it, so don't give too much away. But okay. give, give us a little taste. It's really good. So it's okay. called The Husband's Secret? Yeah. Oh, wait. Yes. It's, there's some dirt here. Let me just... Oh, it's called The Husband's Secret Sauce. <laughs> no. <laughs> Didn't work. Well, Didn't work. I committed. You did commit. I took a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I, wish you, I wish you wouldn't have. Okay. <laughs> so in this one, you are following several people. I'm, it's totally I'm the excited. second person. I'm excited to read it again because I can't remember how. Commitment. I, how, so you're are you rereading all of these? I didn't reread what Alice forgot, and I wish I did. Okay. So well, I Kendra forgot. <laughs> so yeah. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna reread this one because okay. it's it's um, probably my second favorite after Big Little Lies. Oh, okay. But um, you're following. There's a older woman who her son was killed, mm. and then there's a woman who. <clears throat> And the very this is not a spoiler. It's the very first time you see her. Her husband and her cousin 
are telling her that they are having a thing together. And so she kind of goes back to her hometown to, like, deal with it. Mm -hmm. And then there's another woman um, who has her own story. that you're So you're kind of following these three, and Mm -hmm. they do connect eventually. But this is one where it's like, you're just reading La La La, and then all of a sudden... The poop hits the fan, mm. and it gets real intense. Poop. So, okay. yeah, the the. Uh, so poop. does this have a? So this, does this have like the thriller vibe that some of the others do? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. All right. We had another. It's very good. Another Facebook response from uh, April, our listener. Uh, says that again that they have the feel of the thriller, but but she likes that you get to know all the characters in her books, which was something going back to what Alice forgot that everybody kind of yeah. was talking about in there mm-hmm. that like you really felt like you related to and understood Alice at least yeah um, yeah she that's her that's her thing what do you she's think, very good at what that. do you think the feel of the book club is do you think the book club will prefer the husband's secret or what Alice forgot I think mm, it depends on who comes but I I think <laughs> they'll I think they'll prefer this one okay well, yeah. cool. all right uh, Big Little Lies so the one that the one that got us all on the train the here one. came out in 2014 uh, we, we had a lot of comments about that one. Um, let, me, let me just pick one here. Let's see. Uh, on Twitter, HG Editor says, Big Little Lies kept us guessing about plot and characters in a way that felt authentic and revealing about how people exist in their own worlds. I This was one that I remember early on I had trouble. I felt like the three were very similar, even though the characters were very different. Reading it, I was kind of like, wait, which one is this? Which one is mm. this? But um, I got over that pretty quickly and ended mm. up just like being totally on board. Yeah. Wanting to know what happened and feeling like that one, I think, um, and I haven't read a ton like you, but I think that that <laughs> one, uh, she was very good at the suspense. Yeah. And it never felt like just get on with it already, yeah, which no. it sometimes can when you're constantly teasing something. Mm-hmm. But I felt like in that one, she did a good job of giving you enough information that so that you felt like you were making progress and you were tracking the story and then ba bam yeah. you know mm-hmm. but it, it really it really <clears throat> that tension held up throughout yeah. the whole thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah so in this one they keep like talking about what happened at trivia night right. and like they keep <laughs> interviewing <laughs> these people about what happened and like sometimes people are like just being really flippant and mean about other people and then sometimes they'll say like stuff and you're like what the heck happened yeah. at this trivia yeah. night um, and Everybody's then you dressed like Elvis, right? Yeah, really it was like, like an Elvis. Yeah. <sighs> um, the girls dressed like something else, and the guys were dressed Audrey like Hepper. Elvis. Audrey Hepburn. Yes, yep, that's what it was. Um, so, and then you're following these three um, who uh, become friends, and it all like leads up to this. Mm-hmm. What happened? Unlikely friends, night. which is fun. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. their relationship doesn't make a ton of sense. I almost wish that when I was watching the show that I hadn't read it because the reveal oh, yeah. on the show, like. When you finally get to the trivia yeah. night, it was so good, and I was I like, ah. I think we maybe watched the first disc, or like the first maybe two episodes of the show, and then just kind of got away from it. Mm. You think it's, yeah, worth watching? Definitely? Yeah, okay. I do. Again, Madeline is Reese Witherspoon's character, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I I don't like what they do okay. with her. I liked Adam, um, Adam Scott in it. Yeah, I thought he was. Yeah, good. he was good. good. Um, it's Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon, and what's her name? From, Shailene, from Divergent. Shailene Woodley. Yeah. Zoe Kravitz is in it okay. as well. And uh, Where did she Laura, come from? Shailene Woodley? Um, no, Zoe Kravitz. She just started, like, this oh. last year, I saw her in, like, four different things. What's her know. name? Who? From Jurassic Park. Laura Dern. Laura Dern oh. is in it. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, the villain. Is Laura Linney also in it? 
No, Laura Dern. No, I know Laura oh. Dern is, but I was thinking Laura Linney was in it too. I don't. Know. I don't think so. Okay, it's Jeff Goldblum so. in it. <laughs> no. Sam Neill. No. Richard Arthur. I wish they had kept it in Australia instead mm. of making it. Why would you cast American? Nicole Kidman and then not I make know. Australia? Yeah, that's exactly. So. That's true. So well, it's kind I don't of. I know if they thought we wouldn't get it. Yeah. But yeah. It's like in um, with um, mm-hmm. the girl on the train. Yeah. Like taking it out of London yeah, really took was, a lot away from dumb. the story. Yeah. And it so. was Emily Blunt. I know. Who, who is, is British. British? I know. Crazy. Doesn't make sense. Crazy times. All right. Truly madly guilty. Now, longtime podcast <laughs> listeners will know that Eric and I made fun of this book for a while. It was as long as it was on the list. Yes. Yeah. Basically, we decided truly madly guilty is a uh, 1999. Or, yeah, yeah, maybe 99. Yeah. It's definitely a 90s Hugh Grant yeah. romantic comedy. Yeah. It probably has Julia Roberts. Maybe has, uh, not Reese Witherspoon, who, Renee Zellweger? Could be. So, Could be. yeah. And that's Truly his lie. Truly guilty. Yes. <laughs> I love you. Truly magic guilty. <laughs> so what did you think of this one? Because we are doing this. This is uh, after The Husband's Secret. We're doing Truly Madly Guilty in March. I liked this one. Mm-hmm. I wish that I hadn't read it right after Bill mm. Lies because it's like the same yeah. uh, structure. Yeah. It's like we're following these people and they keep referring to what happened at the barbecue yeah. and yeah. then we're just waiting to hear what happened at the barbecue. So it started really slow for me and then you find out what happened at the barbecue in like the middle of the book. Oh, okay. And then it's, okay. it gets more interesting. I think it's not think the I, end of the book. Like the I actually, list. I picked this one up and it's, I was like, oh, so this is just Big Little Lies again. No thanks. Yeah. You know, and just never picked it up again. Yeah. But. Well, it start, It does start slow, but by the end of it, I, okay. was, I was on board. All right. So it has nothing to do with uh, Truly, Madly, Deeply, the Savage Garden love song. No. Hmm. No. I don't think so. Okay. And it's, I mean, it's very interesting because you're wondering, like, what could have possibly happened at this barbecue with, like... <laughs> yeah. You know, three pairs of neighbors were mm-hmm. just, like, at this barbecue, but they talk about it like it's, like... Mm-hmm. So it's 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 good. Okay. My guess is somebody bathed with somebody in the ocean. Would you? Interesting. Mm. So would you put this on the lower end? Of? I yes, okay. I would. Is this and your last one? No. Speaking of the lower end, that yeah. was the last one before. Nine Perfect Strangers, yeah. which Nine just came out strangers. in September of 2018, yeah. and this was your least favorite. Would you say? I would. Okay. Yes. I Better was, or I worse than the Poison Ivy episode where she turns everybody into trees. <laughs> If I remembered that episode, yeah. I'd be yeah. able to. Tell we'll you watch that. it on Blu-ray. Ah, you got the Blu-ray. That, yeah, that's yeah. why I was trying to. Oh, but I failed okay. at the first I'm attempt. I'm sorry. I understand. I'm sorry. Okay, I didn't go pick on. up on that. Um, yeah, this one just didn't. It it fell kind of. And flat what is the premise of this one? So this one is about nine perfect people, strangers. Yes, okay. go to this health resort, mm-hmm. and um, it's uh, I don't know. They go for <laughs> they go for different reasons, but then they kind of start to see like the person running it is okay. maybe not doing mm. maybe things aren't above board okay. um, and I wanted it to go further okay. than it did like you kind of figure out what's going on mm. and it, it just wasn't like it wasn't crazy enough okay. for me what was happening sure. so yeah, yeah. As, okay. as her husband who like pays attention to this stuff she took forever in comparison to the other mm-hmm. Liam Moriarty books, she took forever to read this one. I did. I started it and then I put it down and I had to like make myself. I think I ended up listening to the audio mm. book. Yeah. I don't um, think I have heard a single good. I, some of the some of the reviews are okay. Like some it of keeps the reviews, selling. Yeah, some of the reviews online were okay. Yeah, but I haven't heard. I can't even put my finger. I think it was just the plot. Like there wasn't. 
Like you're following nine different people and all the stuff they're doing is interesting, but it's just like they get to the health resort and then they just like hang out for a while mm-hmm. and That's then so nice. something happens and then it's over. Oh, so yeah. it's just, I don't know. Okay. I think it was the plot. It wasn't I, her characters. I haven't yet decided if like I'm going to adopt Leanne Moriarty into like the circle of authors whose books I just read, mm. you know. Mm. So we'll see once we get through this book club. You yeah. Know, if I still right. like, am interested and want to read more. Well, I'm hoping that we're, she's not on like a because like true truly madly like Big Little yeah. Lies was so good yeah. and Truly Madly Guilty was like okay yeah. I liked it and now Nine Perfect well, Strangers is and like, that's uh, that's a that's a big transitional book because before what is it right before Big Little Lies Husband Secret yeah. I mean all of those did fine but they yeah. were not they were not things yeah. that everybody famous. was talking about yeah. Big Little Lies hit and all of a sudden it was like it felt like it was her first novel yeah. it was like mm. I thought it was yeah, yeah. most people I would say <laughs> weren't familiar with her work before so <laughs> to go from like doing pretty good but being under the radar to being like ba bam yeah. would be a pretty tough act to follow but yeah, yeah hopefully hopefully yeah. she could shake it out yeah yeah uh, I mean, it's been on the bestsellers list, yeah, so she's true. not doing horribly. That's true. Sounds like well, she's at the All the Book Show podcast. She's got a lot of uh, she's got a lot of goodwill going forward too. Mm-hmm. So like, a lot of people are just buying it. Yeah. Uh, do you do you see yourself reading the uh, junior books that Eric read? Maybe. Yeah. Really? One of these days? Maybe not to me. Maybe I'd read it to a child. To a child. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> find a child. All right, cut. <laughs> what do, you, do you like the title Goodwill Gone for Leonore? You drink all bad. of my water. I was so thirsty. I'm still very thirsty. All right. Well, give me, give me, give me your top two and your bottom gimme, two. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Top two, bottom two. Ooh. Top two are probably the husband's secret, not the Big Little Lies, okay. and mm-hmm. then the husband's secret. Okay. Um, but the last anniversary is really right up there too. It's right, too late. What are your two poopy ones? Uh, <laughs> uh, probably Nine Perfect Strangers. Mm. Um, probably three, three wishes. Three wishes. Okay, yeah. first and last. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, well, folks, if you want to talk more about Leanne Moriarty, you can join us for the book club because we've got three more uh, set to go. So you can mm-hmm. sign up for that anytime. Uh, you can also find us online. Do you want to say it this time? What on Twitter at the All the Book Show? What? On Twitter? Yep. David A. Howe Public Library on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and you can find us in SoundCloud.com/slash All the Books. Twitch.com slash all the books. Any place you get your podcast, you can find us there. Including, as of today, Spotify. Spotify, that's right. We're now on Spotify. Uh, Kendra, tell (laughs) them where they can find you on your podcast. Um, So my podcast is called Nostalgia Me This, and I do it Neither Eric nor I have been invited to be a guest. (laughs) Yeah. He has. So far. He's going to be on it. Oh, him? In a couple weeks for Jurassic Park. We're going to talk about it. All right. This is the first time you're going to get it. All the books exclusive. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's a crossover. Uh, But it's a podcast I do with my brother and my cousin, and we talk, we, each week, one of us picks something we're nostalgic about, and we talk about it. Like the new Star Wars movies? No, I'm just kidding. Teasing you. We did do one about the new Star Wars (laughs) movies, because we had talked about all the Yeah, the cult of Star Wars is something we all have nostalgia for. I I get it. You said cult? Yeah. Dark. (laughs) So you can listen to us on iTunes or SoundCloud. Um, What's your newest? Nostalgia Me This. 
we're on Twitter at Nostalgia Me This. What's your newest uh, topic? What was this week? We just talked about the Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan, oh. which was so one not of the sixties Parent no, Trap. No, no, nineteen ninety-eight. It was one of my oh, okay. favorite. I just like had it on a constant. Okay. Do you talk about how we all thought Lindsay Lohan was played by two people? I do. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I do didn't say realize it was just that. Lindsay yeah. Lohan. Good for That's them. Fun. I did. Good for yeah. them. So we uh, we have some fun facts on there yeah. too. So. Yeah, they are fun. All right, well, Kendra, thanks for joining us. Remember, you can no, you can no. hear Kendra on our past episodes, uh, 78, yeah. Sparks Fly, by Nicholas Sparks, and 152, yeah. uh, Light Up Broadway, where we talk about our favorite musicals. See you in episode 278. Yeah, that's how that's how it works now. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, upcoming at the library, we have a concert down in the auditorium. Roger Pettengill is going to be down there on the 24th, 7 o'clock, mm-hmm. singing uh, basically all your favorite songs. So join us for that, sponsored by the really? Allegheny Arts Association. Yep. By the way, by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. Two Princes. Yes. By, uh... <laughs> We're going to be showing <laughs> more American Graffiti on oh, yeah. Tuesday the 22nd at 2 o'clock. It's our senior Who matinee directs? this month. More American Graffiti. Remember, it's, no. not, it's not George Lucas or Ron Howard, yeah. so I can't uh, I can't help you out there. Okay. And the current uh, book club pick is The Husband's Secret. So. Yay. Anything you want to add? It's great. Uh, team night every Wednesday at 5.30 to 7.30 this Wednesday. Provided I can get a copy, we're watching Venom. Ah. If I can't get a copy, we're watching some anime. Cool. So that's how it usually turns out. Nice. Or I'll uh, I'll just put Smash Brothers on the big screen. That's no good choice. Um, There's something else happening. Okay. I can't remember, though. All right. Oh, man. Well, thanks again to our special guest, Kendra. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for having me. We'll see you next week. (laughs) 